What's up, friend? Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited to have you here again today. Thank you so much for pressing play today. Let's dive in. Today's episode is all about self-sabotage. And I think at some point, to some degree, we all do this, whether, you know, it's big, small, you experience self-sabotage, you want to accomplish something, a goal, big or small, complete a task, finish a course, you know, have a successful relationship, romantic or not, so maybe like friendships, um, your your husband or wife, um, yeah, you just want to do it well, which is completely understandable. In every area, you want to find success, but you find yourself self-sabotaging. First of all, give yourself some grace. You are not alone in this. I remember going to my acting classes. Um, this would have been probably like seven years ago, six years ago, and not. Sh- and I was showing up late all the time. I always laughed it off and said it was simply because I was just incapable of being on time. I was too busy. Then later down the line, I started calling myself lazy and incapable of following my big dreams that maybe the dream was far-fetched and unattainable. Fear of failure set in and I was sub- I was completely sabotaging my chances of real success because of the habits I formed subconsciously that were prohibiting me from reaching my goals. So Even further down the line, more recently, I realized another fear I have and I'm working on is fear of of success, which sounds wild, but hear me out. Success, wild success is something, a big dream that seems out of reach to the average person when achieved could mean lots of friendships, judgment from others, which can affect you if you're a people pleaser like I am. It can mean wealth, prosperity, a different level of freedom and recognition, which potentially could put your relationships at risk. So when these limiting beliefs creep in, and they will, we often find a way out. We withdraw, we back off, we sabotage ourselves from having XYZ, the successful relationships, you know, the successful thriving career, or, you know, whatever it is for you that you could be, you know, you might be sabotaging yourself from achieving. So I took some data from you in my community on Instagram. We chatted in the DM and I noticed some similar patterns between you and myself. So here in my experience are the four types of self-sabotage and how to move through it. So you can start achieving what it is that you want to achieve. Maybe you can interrupt this pattern of self-sabotaging behaviors. And one thing I really noticed is everyone's basically aware of it. People know they're self-sabotaging themselves, whether it's in their health, their relationships, they just know it and they don't really know what to do or they don't really recognize, you know, why maybe, but they know that they're doing it. So first one is that I've noticed and something that I think most of us deal with and that I chatted with you guys about was fear of judgment. Do you find yourself getting caught up in what others may think of you? If you change course, change your mind, do you worry that if you try something new, start a business or create something from an idea you had that maybe others will judge you for it? What will they think? Will they say things like, is this practical, but you went to school for blank? Isn't that a little risky? Or they might disagree, disown you, talk shit. (laughs) Well, these are all possible, but let me ask you this. 
if you chose your bravery to fulfill your highest purpose and someone judged you and left you for it, were they somebody you really want in your life anyways? Just saying. Here's what happens when you grow and you start beating to your own drum. People will naturally fall away. And people who are closer to your authentic self, this person that you're stepping into and people that maybe match your vision, they'll start to appear out of nowhere, it seems. It's like it's honestly like magic. And all I can say is embrace it. Grieve the relationships that fall away and grow anyways. You know, I've had some relationships pretty recently that seem to be just kind of falling away. And they're, you know, they're people I always thought that would be in my life. But here's the, here's the major, major difference. Sending this person love, sending them love and gratitude for the relationships that you had will almost take away that, almost take away their judgments. You know, if they're judging you for, for X, Y, Z, or, you know, you're starting to achieve a little more, something a little differently, and they're falling away because your growth isn't matching their growth, then you know what? The only thing to do is just love them anyways. Like live, live in a way that honors their memory. And if you see them, it won't be a big deal. You know, it won't be a fight. There's no point in fighting for people to be in your life if, you know, they're not on the same track as you, but you can still love them. So that's, that's how I feel about that. Number two is fear of failure. This one basically speaks for itself. Without the polarity of failure, though, our success wouldn't be as sweet. The the winner has failed more times than the loser ever tried. Don't know who said that quote, but you know, it's a good one. Everyone has a day one. Everyone. So what is it in your life that you're putting off because you're scared to fail? Now look at that thing. Zoom out. Zoom right out to when you're 80 years old. Sitting on your front porch, you know, your life is kind of, all your career things are done. You know, your relationships are kind of been had. You're sitting on your front porch. Picture yourself. Would you regret not taking a chance on yourself because you were scared to fail? Would you be okay with playing it small because you were scared to fail? One way that might help you, and this a mentor said something like this to me once and it stayed with me. Failing is just research. It's data. It shows us what doesn't work. You can now tick that off of your list. And I say, say congrats, you failed. Now get back up, shake it off and start again. You know more now. If you are like my husband and I, him him more than me in this case, and you attach yourself you, you attach yourself worth to your achievements, this is like super common. So maybe when you were a kid, if you got a good grade, you got extra praise or maybe you got some, you know, you got like extra piece of pie at dinner or, you know, you were, you felt more loved by your parents because of, you know, something that you achieved, right? I know when I was growing up, if I got a really good grade, I got more praise. You know, if I did my chores, I did, I got more praise, which is fair. That's all fair. But unfortunately, sometimes as kids, it, it can make us feel like our achievements are attached to our self-worth. And it's not even on purpose. Like there's nobody to blame here at all. So don't blame your parents or anything like that. This is, this is just something that kind of happens. And even as a mother, I'm like, oh my God, I, you know, how do I not do that to my kid? But truthfully, it, it might happen. And 
he will have to work through that on his own. And I do have tools in my toolbox to help him. But unfortunately, our parents did the best that they could do with what they had. But sometimes these limiting beliefs just happen. So if you're attaching your self-worth to your achievements, one, it's okay. <laughs> you're not you're not broken. You can fix this. Um, but remember this. You're worthy. You're worthy of love no matter what you achieve. No matter no matter what you do externally, you are perfectly worthy of love, a successful life, a successful marriage, a successful career, and that failure is just a part of the process. So I, I challenge you to embrace failure, to reframe it, to look at it as just a step, just data. Okay, so this didn't work. Now I'll do this instead right? You take a new route, you learn something. And then when somebody is in a position that you're in now, they you can tell them, be like, this didn't work for me. Just throwing that out there. And you might've helped somebody, you know, more than you ever could have helped them if had you not failed. So welcome it, embrace it, even, even when it's uncomfortable because it's definitely serving you. Number three, fear of success. <laughs> This is my favorite because this is what I struggle with the most. And I never even knew this was a thing until I had it explained to me. Fear of wild could, wild success could mean so many things. If you become extremely rich, people might perceive you as greedy. Or if you have a huge influence on social media, a successful blog or podcast, YouTube, traveled the world, people might look at you like you're a snob. Does this sound familiar? These are the exact thoughts that I had when I was stepping into the online space and starting my podcast and deciding to try things out, try something different. I thought people might look at me as privileged, like I didn't have to work for what I achieve. I might, you know, I thought they would think I was spoiled or lucky. And this is what happened. We hold, I was holding myself back, you know, we hold ourselves back, we dim our light, we cage who we really are, and we stop ourselves from being our true, authentic self because it's comfortable here. You know, complaining with people about how broke you are is almost a bonding experience, you know, bonding over negativity. I truly believe people are addicted to complaining about how broke they are. I see it all the time, and I just, I'm not available for that anymore because I'm only available for this, for my success. And this took a lot of time, but this is where I'm guilty of self-sabotaging. Self and if this is you, if you're a natural born people pleaser, you know, maybe you always want to, you always want people to be your friend. You know, I never wanted to rattle them or, or impress them too much, even though I knew I was perfectly capable of living a wildly successful life because I wouldn't want to lose anyone. Since working through this limiting belief though, I have learned this. Wealth and abundance and overflowing bank account only magnetize who you really are. Are you a greedy person? Are you a snob? Are you mean-hearted? If you're listening to this, I'm going to say probably not. <laughs> so if you achieve this, so if you achieve something, whatever it is that you're setting out to achieve, your kind heart will just grow bigger. Money cannot make you evil or greedy. It doesn't have that power. Money is just a, is neutral. It's what you, it's, Money is just whatever you give power to is what's going to amplify. So if your money is, you know, if you're being really kind with your money and giving and, you know, spending from a higher place and, you know, being that generous heart that you are with your money, that's going to magnetize into your life. If you're a greedy person and hoarding your money, you know, or just, 
making more money and just, it's just going to amplify how greedy you are. So remember that <laughs> you are the only one, only one who can control it. I will say as you become successful, people will fall away though. And this can be really hard, and I feel you there. My advice is to grieve those relationships. Wish them love. Don't fight them. Do not hold yourself back because it's more comfortable to have the familiarity of the person. And just give yourself permission to let them go. Like I said before, send them love and realize this. If they turn on you in your success, it's because they are projecting an unhealed wound onto you or several. And so... Just remember that people are coming from their own level of understanding. So if people start to fall away or they call you greedy or snobby because suddenly now you're successful, it doesn't mean you were spoiled. It doesn't mean that you, you know, you didn't have to work for it. You know, I've had those comments a lot, but you know what? I started a, I started this podcast to impact people and I know that. And, you know, as I become more successful, which I totally plan on doing, you know, I have already gotten some comments of like, oh, aren't you lucky? You know, it must be so easy to be home. It must be so easy. It's like, no, <laughs> we've had our struggles too. But I don't even defend myself anymore because I know that it is safe for me to be successful. And it, it's only going to magnify the heart that I have, which is a kind heart and a wild heart. So... <laughs> Here's a mantra that might serve you if this is you, if you're somebody who might be, you know, scared to get too successful. It's safe to be wildly successful. And the more I earn, the more I can give to others. This one, I love this one a lot. The more I earn, the more I can give to others. That helps me a lot because, you know, wanting a lot of money and wanting to be an abundant person and, you know, wanting wealth for myself and my family it can, it, those limiting beliefs of greedy or, you know, the rich are greedy or whatever comes in. But I remember that the more I earn, the more I can give for others. So no more self-sabotaging there, <laughs> working on it. And number four, lack of self-worth. This one is major. Do you ever find yourself sabotaging your relationships? Maybe you go psycho on your boyfriend or you get mad at things that just aren't a big deal. Like, if he folds the towels wrong or something like that, or you withdraw from your friends and family for no reason other than you feel like maybe you just don't deserve how nice they're being to you or how loyal they are. Like, you know, I'm a shitty person. How could they, how can somebody be this nice to me? I don't deserve it. It could be that you are lacking some self-worth. Maybe you escape into mind altering substances like weed or alcohol or something harder. I don't know. Maybe you argue with your spouse. Maybe you leaving you with less energy to spend on your goals. Your self-worth is super complicated. And from a young age, instances can affect your self-worth. Even something small. Maybe someone called you a mean name at school. Or your parent embarrassed you or tore you down a lot. So it fed a belief that I'm not worthy, which will flood into each area of your life until you address it. First of all, if this is you, you're definitely not alone here. I think that self-worth, like I said, is kind of complicated and something that we really have to nurture. And I'm sending you love. Maybe this is making you realize that this is you. Maybe this podcast is like, oh, actually, I think that is me. All I can say for this is take a small step each day to remind yourself of how worthy you are. 
You are not your beliefs unless you choose to be. And good news for you, self-worth and self-love can be learned. This belief won't come before you start working on it, though. But you can change your beliefs. A belief, a belief is just a dominant thought pattern. Imagine how your life would look if instead of tearing yourself down every day, you interrupted that thought with something positive about yourself. So if you're, you know, you're looking in the mirror and you're like, oh my God, I don't, you know, like I'm a piece of shit. I don't deserve love. Or like, you know, maybe you're in a toxic relationship and you think that's what you deserve. Try this. Okay. Try this mantra. I am worthy as I am today of love, of success and happiness. And repeat, I am worthy as I am today of love, of success, of happiness. Because you are. And, you know, I've said this before, even maybe on the podcast, when we're babies, we are just, we're just perfectly worthy little flesh things, flesh people. (laughs) And, you know, nobody looks at a baby and is like, oh man, yep, that one's going to be a piece of shit when it grows up. It's like, no, this baby is perfectly worthy, has done nothing wrong, you know, but we, we cultivate beliefs, we meet people. You know, we, something happens to us or maybe we struggle with self-worth right away early. Maybe we're, you know, maybe we feel like, you know, we're too big or we're too skinny or, you know, we have acne or, you know, you were in a toxic relationship and this person tore you down all the time. You know, at the end of the day, you're still that little girl or that little boy who was a perfectly worthy little child. So getting back to her, getting back to him, remembering that you aren't your beliefs. You're only what you choose to give power to. So give power to your self-worth, not your not your lack thereof. And it will take some time. But I promise you, if that's what's making you self-sabotage and stopping you from living the life that you truly desire, cultivating the relationships you truly desire, that it just takes small steps. So if you found yourself in any of these, remember, you are worthy of a successful life, no matter the failures, success, wealth, lack thereof. You are worthy of love and happiness, even if you don't always believe it. Because you were uniquely made, your soul is here to have a joyous life, to live large, and to come out of hiding and shine bright. Be brave, be kind, and I will see you on the next episode. If you enjoyed this episode, take a screenshot and share it on your Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Sam Perriard with an underscore so I can keep the good stuff coming. See you on the next episode.